Welcome back to Season 3, Episode 4 of The Voice Box, the official podcast of the IHS Voice. This episode is Part 2 of a four-part series in which we interviewed students from all four grades and asked them how they felt about in-person learning versus distance learning. For Part 2, we're going to have staff writer Ananya interview Chahek, who's a sophomore at Irvington. Stay tuned till the end of the interview and hope you enjoy! My name is Ananya, and I am a staff writer for the Irvington Voice, and I'm currently a junior. And with me here today is Chahek, who is a sophomore at Irvington. And today we're going to be talking about in-person and distance learning and our thoughts. So Chahek, as a sophomore, you had to transition from middle school to high school during an entirely virtual time. So how has that changed for you? I think as most other people in my grade would agree, it didn't actually make that big of a difference because um, most of us actually like officially, I guess, transferred this year because in eighth grade, we were also online and in ninth grade, we were also online. So it's kind of just the same. It's just a Zoom and there's not much of a difference there. Yeah. So like um, you're tra- you transitioned from middle school to high school. So do you see any differences in the vibe between the two schools and especially because you were, you know, transitioning through distance learning, did you encounter any specific changes that you would like to touch upon? I think the biggest change is the teachers care much less about you. Like they just don't, you can use your phones, you can do whatever, but like middle school teachers would be much more, um, annoying about that part like they would constantly pester you about like doing work and you know putting your phones away and stuff like that yeah for sure you know people were still able to have um online calls and meet up with each other like in their cars and stuff and so I feel like if people put in that it's like still possible to have a social life and meet up with others um So, you know, during distance learning, we had a lot of free time, at least I had a lot of free time because school times were shorter and we were just basically at home. So um, how did you normally spend your time at home during the lockdown? I think the main way was talking to my friends online because it did help with like high school, I guess, overall. But On the other times, I usually just put my time into extracurriculars and such to kind of be useful with time a little bit. Yeah, that's that's actually amazing. It's important to, you know, have things outside of a school that you're passionate about and you really want to uh, maybe, you know, pursue in the future. So. Um, what, what did you try and involve yourself in, in terms of these extracurriculars? The main thing I involved myself in last year was volunteering because I found that to be something I liked and yeah, that's the main thing I put time into last year at least. Yeah. You know, that, that's kind of super cool because, um, volunteering opportunities had to move completely to, um, you know, online 
Um, yeah, but I think that also kind of made it more accessible, right? Because like a lot more people were able to do it, and you were all, you were able to do it without getting up at like six in the morning to go to like a food bank somewhere. So it definitely helped in that too. Yeah, definitely. The commute was like a lot shorter because you're basically all you have to do is just open up your Zoom application, and there you go. Uh, you're able to volunteer for quite a significant amount of time without having to, you know, get your parents to schedule when to drop you and pick you up. So um, how did you, how, as you transitioned to school online, how much work did you get? From school to online, um, at first it was like, practically non-existent like even the teachers that told me we were they were like oh yeah we have everything figured out they did absolutely nothing and they didn't even host a zoom meeting so that was kind of interesting but as ninth grade kind of started I think it kind of balanced out because everyone was like okay we're gonna have to teach them otherwise we're gonna suffer next year because they won't learn anything yeah for sure you know I actually had similar experiences here in Irvington um when distance learning suddenly started um a lot of people, it was kind of hard to like, you know, suddenly change overnight from having this like in-person schooling environment to distance learning. And so a lot of teachers were kind of unprepared in that sense. But I think as the year progressed, pe uh, teachers were able to use, um, you know, online schooling platforms to make learning a bit more fun and engaging in the class. And, um, you know, how, how do you feel that how do, how do you think this compared to a normal year in school that you'd had before? Uh, okay, so I think it was comparing off of in like in-person because technically I've never actually been in on like in-person school in ninth grade. So I can't really base it off, but off of like in-person in 10th in grade at least, it was like significantly easier because all you had to do was change like tabs and change the Zoom meeting. And a lot of teachers were, well, some were like, oh, yeah, um, you're online, so you have a lot of time on your hands. But most of them went like, you're still new to this. We're still new to this. So we'll just kind of chill a bit. So it was a lot easier online, academically. Yeah, yeah. A lot of students had to keep themselves motivated to pay attention in class and finish assignments. And so how did you keep on top of your work? In online or in person? Online. Oh, okay. So yeah, it is actually like exponentially harder to stay focused online. <laughs> and I will, I, like, I think everyone would be lying if they say they haven't like zoned out during online sessions. But the main way I kept um, in check of that to not do it too much was um, keeping the Zoom tab in full screen and turning off notifications because that would often be the most distracting thing. Yes, that evil messenger tab <laughs> on Chrome and that YouTube tab. And, and then also the random kid that would get like a Discord ping like when they're unmuted. Yeah. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah. I, I think those are like some pretty funny moments from distance learning. Do you have any other funny moments that you'd like to share from, uh, you know, sort of learning during those times? I think everyone's kind of have had a similar experience but I feel like at that point it was more embarrassing if anything it's like when your parents or your like 
family member walks in not realizing you're like unmuted and they just randomly walk in and say say stuff they shouldn't be saying that's definitely interesting yeah I I definitely have encountered some of those moments with my classmates in um in school online um so did you feel that you were equipped with all the resources you needed to succeed during distance learning That's an interesting question. I think it depends on the teacher that you're talking about. Some of my teachers did give me everything they could, but some of them tended tend to lay back a little and that caused problems for us. So that depends on the teacher, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And um, for the teachers that, you know, did try and... Uh, that, that you felt did equip you with the resources that you needed to succeed. What did they specifically do that allowed you to be able to learn more effectively online? I think what most people would agree is like giving slides because a lot of teachers would be like, you should be taking notes and whatnot, but giving the slides, like everyone knows everyone zones out, especially online. So giving those slides and extra resources made sure we could actually go back if we finally found the motivation to do so and actually learn a little along with it. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of hard to keep focused in class and it's like a lot to ask from a student overnight. And so, yeah, I definitely think that slides and stuff that students can review later on are important resources that um, teachers gave that really helped with the learning process. So what other, did did your teachers use any online educational platforms that possibly benefited uh, your ability to understand and comprehend the content that you were learning? Um, I mean, the first one's obviously Google Classroom, right? Like everyone knows it. If you don't, I don't know how you survived in online or learning, but like Google Classroom did like organize everything like in a way better way than any other platform would would have. And another thing that my um, teachers used a lot more likely than not and more often than not was Kahoot. And it was something that allowed us to have fun while learn a lot more than just listening to a lecture. So those two are definitely among the top ones. Yeah, and Kahoot is so fun because it's kind of like friendly competition between your classmates and you get like, I don't know, some teachers sometimes give stickers or, or like, you know, shout outs. I mean, obviously not stickers because of distance learning, (laughs) like shout outs to people who um, placed within the top three. And it's like really fun to, um, you know, participate. So yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, For me, I think my teachers used a lot of Pear Deck. Um, It's basically to like ensure that students keep on top of their work and are focused because as we mentioned before, right, you know, it's so easy to get distracted online. So uh, Pear Deck kind of like makes you keep up with the teacher's pace. And so, yeah, I think that was like one of the really useful tools that my teachers use that really helped me with my learning because like I was actually focusing in class when they use those tools.
So were there any good things about school online that you found interesting? I think the first one was that it's a lot easier to, like, for me at least, it's a lot easier to talk to new people online because in-person just requires a lot of stress. So that actually helped me kind of um, talk to more people. But the other one was, like, it significantly decreases your stress for some cases, right? Other times it increases, but some cases it does decrease your stress, like it decreases your stress load and whatnot. So that was one of the be- better parts of online learning. But if I had to do it again, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. And what what about the disadvantages that you found with um, school online? Okay, um, to be quite honest, if I was to lay out all of the um, disadvantages, we would go too long. But <laughs> the main ones were, firstly, you got easily distracted. Like, there was just no way to stop that at one point. Secondly, it was that, like, um, online, you didn't have as much motivation and you didn't, like, change out of your pajamas always. You didn't, like, you know, get off your chair often. And that all kind of adds up at the end, I guess. And the third one was PE, like, honestly, and no, no one did PE properly unless, like, I don't know, you were kind of interesting. But, yeah, those were the main ones. Yeah, yeah, those are some, like, really good points. Um, <clears throat> in terms of, like, you know, PE, I think it was pretty hard because I think that subject, you actually have to, like, be in person to kind of be motivated to do it. And very few people were actually, you know, getting past their laziness and actually doing PE. And I think that kind of backfired. And also, like you mentioned that um, people were um, not really paying attention in class. And I think that kind of shows right now, because if we look at placement tests and stuff, a lot of teachers are finding that their students have missed concepts, like core concepts that they should have learned uh, last year. And so there's definitely like this big learning curve. So yeah, um, those are some really good points that you bring up. Uh, So now I'm gonna transition more into in-person questions, like uh, questions related to in-person learning. So how did you feel when you found out we would be back in person? First thing was like, oh my God, no. Because it's just so much easier sitting in a chair in pajamas than actually getting up at like, eight in the morning so that was the first reaction but obviously later it is significantly better for academically and probably mentally as well but yeah yeah the thought of like you know going back to school after one and a half years of pure laziness and bliss um was definitely something that um I struggled with too um I think coming out from that laziness in uh, distance learning, it's important to keep on top of your work and have sort of like a system to remember things and plan things out and stuff like that. So um, how has your daily routine changed? And what are some things that have changed from online to in-person school and in-person school before the pandemic to now? 
Okay, so the first thing that probably changed is my schedule, right? I never woke up this early because I didn't really have to, right? Because all I really had to do was open my computer and open Zoom. So I do wake up significantly early, which is bad to me. Um, and then I come home relatively later too. But online, I would usually use that stuff, use that extra time and that commute time to actually, you know, do stuff that's worthwhile instead of just driving back and forth. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely agree with you with um, online uh, learning. School class times are shorter and we also like school started a lot later. And so a lot of people were able to get the sleep that they needed to function in school. And um, I think that was like one of the biggest differences that I saw at least. And um, so... What do you think of the course load at school now? Has it been jarring or is it expected? I think it was relatively expected because of all of the stuff I've heard before. But nonetheless, it was still surprising because even if it's expected, you know, you don't actually know how it's going to be like. So it was surprising, but it was kind of expected at this point. Yeah, for sure. You know, a lot of high school teachers, at least when I transitioned from middle school to high school, I found that the expectations that they have of students is definitely increased. And I think that, like, while you expect that, like, of course, it's high school, um, it kind of hits you until you actually, it kind of doesn't hit you until you actually experience it. So yeah, Irvington is pretty competitive, but there are also like, academically but there are like also these other clubs outside that are also competitive and really fun to join and so what are some of the clubs that you've involved yourself in I've involved myself in well I involved myself in a couple of clubs last year but I was relatively picky then but that helped me get into more this year so I've um, involved myself in synapsis which is a biomedical club I've involved myself in Indopac, which is a great club that you should join. <laughs> and I'm also in Irvington Debate. And those are the main ones, really. Wow, that, that sounds really cool. So like, um, how have your experiences so far been with, um, you know, in being in person and participating in these clubs versus being online? Like, do you see any differences, any similarities? So the similarities is that they do present the same stuff. The information is logically, strictly logically speaking, the same. But I guess the quote unquote vibe of it is different, very different because online, everyone would have their videos off. And it would be kind of depressing. But in person, you can't really like turn your video off and go on mute and go listen to like YouTube. So yeah for sure I, I also experienced that sometimes you know people would uh like if teachers gave you the option to keep your camera on or keep it off a lot of people just chose to keep it off and sort of be antisocial but like now I feel like people are more social clubs are uh getting bigger you know club participation was actually at an all-time low last year at least that's what I saw um in the club meetings that I attended but I feel like we're slowly starting to get into the groove. People are, um, you know, joining clubs and that feeling of school and like 
normalcy is starting to come in. So I, I kind of enjoy that too. I think that's definitely subjective just because normalcy was uh, often for a long, long time online in pajamas. So it's it's kind of interesting right now. Yeah, I mean, when I say normalcy, I mean like before this entire pandemic started and people, um, you know, had to stay in their homes and attend school online. So I feel like my experiences being a freshman at Irvington and having that in-person experience and now are a little bit more similar. Um, obviously there are some differences like before we didn't have masks, people were freely talking, chatting. There was no like um, rules behind having to stay six feet apart and stuff like that. But now I feel people are a bit more aware and cautious of the situation. And so there's not as much physical interaction. But I think the idea of having to sit down at a desk and um, seeing the teacher talk and teach in person has definitely brought back some of the memories from my freshman year. Which makes sense, actually, right? Because you can't like go off YouTube or go on like text anymore. And I guess another difference would be that everyone's wearing like, you know, those little um, microphones that like often hit against their mask and perform and like make like a, this excruciating sound. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely know what you're talking about. Um, some teachers are trying to like, you know, make it a bit easier to hear them uh, speak um, by using those microphones. But uh, it does take a little bit of adjusting and does it take time to get used to it. Uh, but yeah, those are definitely some key differences uh, between freshmen and uh, junior year for me. So how do you think your teachers have transitioned from online to in-person school, given that we're in this teacher related topic right now. And um, do you think that they've been doing well? Um, some of them have been doing really, really well. And I love being in their classes. While some of them are definitely interesting. But overall, though, I think they're all trying really, really hard to make it all feel normal. And I think that's really what matters at the end of the day, right? Because like, if they try, then I think it will at one point sooner or later go to normal, to some form of normal. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing to see how people are adjusting, teachers, students yeah, in the school community. And I think that's what's contributing to this um, nice experience that we have in person. And hopefully it continues to stay that way, you know, being able to learn uh, in person and not have our attention, attention diverted and stuff like that. So. Um, but what would you like to see more from teachers, if anything? I, okay, that's interesting. What I hope to see from teachers is more, 
honestly, as much as I hate group projects, I hope to see more group projects because it's something we missed out on online because oftentimes online, it would just be you do this part, I'll do this part, bye, bye, bye. We're done. Anyway, online. Okay. I think group projects are like significantly different in person and they're just um, usually the worst one of the definitely lower ranked experiences, but it's something that we've missed out on in the last one and a half year. Yeah, I know. Like as as annoying as some group project experiences can be, I definitely think that it's a very important skill to be able to collaborate with your peers and communicate and stuff like that. And I think that was something that was missing in distance learning. So what do you think learning will be like moving forward? I think it will be different. Um, the reason is because, like I said, we don't do as many group projects. We're not doing as many like physical stuff. We're doing more of sit in your chairs, let's do this, let's do that, which is much, much better than looking on a screen. But I think it will be definitely different. But then again, I haven't really gone to high school in person yet. So I don't, I'm not sure how it's going to be. Yeah, and, and do you expect the school to stay in person? I certainly hope it does, but I think it will just because California is more of a straight state um, that wants to stay open and also because all governments are kind of like pushing to keep it open. So probably and hopefully. Yeah, for sure. I hope that, you know, the COVID cases start to decrease here and things can go back to normal to the point where we don't have to wear these masks and we don't, it's not necessary to um, cover ourselves all the time. So hopefully, you know, probably in the distant future we can have a more normal school experience. I think that's funny because everyone's definition of normal school year kind of changed to online. So it's definitely going to be interesting this year. Yeah. Okay. Th thank you so much for this interview. It was great to talk and you brought up a lot of good points. I loved all your responses. So thank you for coming out here and sharing your thoughts. Yeah, of course. <laughs>